0: Alright, give me a mic mic check.
1: Mic check one two one two. <laughs> We've done this before. We've done
0: this before. We have man. So it shouldn't be too hard. But listen,
1: don't hate me. Cause it's definitely been over a year. But I still haven't watched the Frosthake Redemption. <laughs> oh no man!
0: <laughs> oh you <laughs> gotta see that. Like... Let's go ahead and begin and just see what happens. What's up everybody? Welcome back to Actual Live Podcast. And in this episode, I have my good friend, Elijah, a.k.a. Heartbreak Jim. That's Journey's in Mind. And uh, we spoke like, gosh, it was October of 21 that we spoke. So it's been over a year now. So how's life been? We have a lot to share. Yeah, man, I know, right? (laughs) Yeah, dude, I've written so much. I've made so much music in that time. What have you been up to? Um,
1: If I'm being 1,000% honest, I haven't been writing as much since the last time we spoke, but I definitely have a lot that i written before. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I've been writing periodically between since the last time we spoke in 22. I just haven't wrote as much, though. Yeah. But um, I, still, I still write. But I definitely feel myself feeling a bit of a burnout, a creative burnout, because mm-hmm. I did, like, so much in a short span of time. So uh, I've been taking it easy for the most part in 22, honestly. I definitely have things I'm sitting on that I want to release. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I think I spoke on music last time. That we, um... Yeah,
0: yeah, we did talk a little bit about music too. Yeah, tell us mm-hmm. about the, the musical side of your creative ventures.
1: All right, so um, I'm going to be a formal introduction because I didn't do it formally last time.
0: Nice, but nice. Uh, when I
1: make when I make music I don't uh, follow the same moniker of uh, Heartbreak Jim. Yeah. I actually have a moniker HBJ.007.
0: .007 HBJ yeah. Heartbreak Jim 007.
1: Yes. Now, you might be asking, why the 007? Uh, I was always a fan of GoldenEye.
0: 007 yes. on the
1: nintendo 64
0: Dude. yeah it
1: has the awesome starting music in everything i love that game i really
0: wish they made it was it. brilliant man yeah
1: you know if you have an xbox you're supposed to be um putting it on game Pass sometime this year so no doubt
0: oh my yeah, gosh
1: i'm definitely looking forward to that
0: i'm gonna have to get but, that man
1: if you enjoyed the Nintendo 64, I'm almost certain you'll enjoy the Xbox version.
0: So is it upgraded, like visuals or anything like that? Or is it actually the old school, just an emulation? I
1: don't know that much intel on it. I just know that it's coming to Game Pass. And I just know that I can't wait for it.
0: Friggin' rad. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait. That's going to be awesome, but, man. <laughs> I beat yeah. that game on, like, every difficulty level of every level. Always. And, Plus and you the have bonus. to play
1: the soundtrack on WoW because it's such a good soundtrack actually is but um yeah yeah, Rare was on fire back in the day 007 James Bond he's the golden eye but I'm the golden ear that's how I like to view myself in regards to the music I make um I don't make like I mean I have occasional beats -hmm. that you can like rap on or sing on but, like, if you listen to my music, you'll see that it's much more than that. Um, I have a tendency, I can make, like, a lot of things, but that's more so because a lot of things inspire me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you might call someone who's listening to my music, and they're like, oh, you don't sound like elevator music or um, hotel lobby music. I like that type of music. So, like, when I make some of my tunes, it's inspired by that. Oh, so dude, like, cool. You
0: know, so, you do some ambient stuff just for like setting the mood kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Like, if you like putting on music and then cleaning your house, that's the type of music I make.
0: Love like it, I said, man. there's a
1: few here and there that you can actually write to and like put lyrics to. But mm-hmm. there's a few that's just there for, you know, listening purposes. Yeah, yeah. Like to make a, you know, sound for every type of occasion, whether you're studying or you're dancing or, you know, you just want to get in a, you're feeling like a moody R&B mood or, you know, you feel like you want to write. I have a few of those, too. It's just, I have a little bit of
0: everything. Very cool, man. Do you do any, like, chill hop kind of stuff? Yeah, um, I definitely
1: have. I definitely have a few of those. Um, I didn't even say it, but uh, I released seven EPs since the last time you spoke. That's insane! uh, So
0: that's what you've been up to in twenty twenty two.
1: I mean, kind of, sort of, because I dropped uh two in twenty twenty two okay the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, I dropped seven, so I did Volume Six in February of last year, and I did Volume Seven. Of um March of last year, actually my birthday weekend.
0: Nice.
1: Um yeah, I did seven volumes because seven's my favorite number. I think we discussed that on the last podcast, but if yes. not, um seven's my favorite number. <laughs> so,
0: right on, man. Yeah, three is mine. Yeah, about to take one. Yeah,
1: three is a great number. You want to know something? I feel like odd numbers have such a negative connotation to them, but they're not as bad as people make them seem.
0: Right? Even the word odd, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like nothing's wrong with being odd. I just feel like, you know, no, I like that, man. Yeah. Yeah. We're conditioned to like not be odd and to be what
0: we want things to be square and to fit together, you know, in some kind of recognizable pattern. So we're used to things fitting into squares and boxes and rectangles. But hey man, three gives you, you know, odd numbers give you cool shapes too.
1: What if I'm a rhombus? What if my side right. is slanted? Yeah, I'm not the same square that you want to box me in, but I still have the same shape.
0: Yeah, and we we can build off of triangles too, like voxel style, which is really cool.
1: Yeah, if you put three triangles together, it makes a trapezoid, which yeah, is four right. sided.
0: Yeah, trippy. So, yeah, trippy.
1: <laughs> this universe <laughs> the is nuts. Work, man. The mind works in a very very amazing way.
0: it does though it does it does man so yeah i remember um one song of yours that i really liked another morning and i meant to actually have that done to share with you today but it's it's not quite ready but i'm going to share that with you um and uh with all of you listening you know look forward to that and and look up hbj 007 that's dot 007 right and you have your stuff on youtube where else can can we find your stuff
1: Um, I'm on YouTube. I am on Amazon. I'm on streaming services. So Apple Music, Spotify, Nice. wherever you can find your music, I'm there.
0: Another Morning
1: is actually the first track on the HPJ Experience Volume 1. So it's the very first, it opens the whole entire experience. I have seven experiences. It's the HPJ Experience. I gotta go through the rest
0: of your stuff now, man. Yeah, yeah cuz I remember that song hard, hooked though. me it hooked me so much I was like oh I want to write something to this and so I did start writing something to it and it's it's pretty uh it's pretty close to being done I just got to get down the actual delivery of it to where I'm happy with it and then I can
1: I definitely love yeah. to hear it
0: Yeah man a I'm excited to share on it with i love your music dude it's really chill it's like super nice to relax to and listen just groove to like like you said like you can clean your house you can go on a long drive and it's just great to zen out to
1: i appreciate it thank you oh yeah that's what i aim for so the fact that i am accomplishing that yes
0: rad awesome so i guess we'll probably rehash a few things that we, we went into before um And we've probably talked on this before, too. Like, I believe that poetry can help save the world. I think it's one of those essential things that we've been missing. It used to be a part of our worship. Like, you look at the Gitas, like the Bhagavad Gita, and these ancient, super long, epic poems that were also imbued with deep spiritual revelation, deep insights and understandings of life, delivered in poetic and story form, and... We just don't write like that anymore in fact like we used to all share poetry we used to all have poems memorized it was like one of the number one forms of entertainment we had once we we had invented poetry it just took off and then like people families would be sitting around the dinner table sharing poems when they visited and that was normal and i feel like it gives us a deeper consideration deeper insight understanding thoughtfulness, inquisitiveness, appreciation of the little things. There's so much that poetry does for us that I think would be very great for humanity to to embrace once again. And like I guess we kind of do in some periphery ways like with uh lyrics and songs that we like, you know, we remember the lyrics and so we do remember some poetry. It's mm-hmm. just not as big a part of our lives but what what brought you to poetry um, and art in general? If, I mean, writing, music, creation.
1: Well, if I'm being honest, it starts with my dad. Uh, mm. My dad's an artist, not okay. in the writing sense, at least that I know of, but uh, definitely in the uh, art sense of drawing. He's really oh. good at drawing. Uh, he's really good at painting. Um, when he used to take the train he would like sketch other passengers on the train and give it to them
0: uh he even had like
1: a portrait that he painted of me of when i was a child so like i definitely say that my arts come from my dad yeah (laughs) uh i'm pretty sure he's a prolific writer if i ask him because uh he's very articulate when he speaks Hmm. but uh i give myself the credit when it comes to writing
0: well, you learned uh, on your own yeah yeah
1: yeah uh i've always been into art if you know looking back i it was just never in the forefront of my life mm. until a couple of years ago mm. but when i was younger like i i always said i wanted to be an author so i wrote books as a kid i still have yeah. one of the first books i wrote when i was like
0: seven Wow. Um wow, you're just like me, man, cuz I was writing at that age too. As soon as I was it, in like it, first it, grade and the teacher asked us to write a story, I was like, "Yes, I can do the this."
1: Imagination is a great thing, and it is a terrible thing to waste. Yeah. Having a great imagination is an asset. It's Absolutely. a plus. It really is. Uh when you have like a wild imagination, when you can vividly picture things or You know, formulate your thoughts into words. Not everyone is capable of that. And that's something that I learn every day. Like, not everyone is capable of putting the same words together as you are or able to express themselves vocally with their words as you are. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a misconception among us as people because we expect that from everyone, but everyone is not like that.
0: No, everyone's different. So it's like, yeah. exactly. It needs to be cultivated.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Everyone is different. So it's like when you encounter different people, it's how will you react to it? How will you learn? How will you elevate what you already know and mm-hmm. what you have learned and apply it to what's different than what you know? That yeah. equates to growth, though
0: yeah and I, I love that Like as artists we get to and we get to encourage that we get to encourage that self-expression like I, I have this old saying there's a hole in the world that only you can fill no one else can and no one else will do it only you are un- uniquely designed for
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I, I used to make memes out of that um but that idea that we all have something unique and special to share We all have our own unique voice and experiences and how we're going to put together the words, like you said. And it's something that we can cultivate and that can grow richer and that we can become more skilled at as time goes on. But it's like a celebration of expression. And yeah, we all have that gift. And if if you're not sharing it with the world, then there's a void in space it's yeah. like there's a void in the universe that's missing that part that only you can bring so i really love to encourage that to people and i love the chance we get as artists to to yeah. help encourage that
1: and that's another thing um i don't want to get too religious here but there's a scripture in the bible um i don't know the exact book um i don't know the exact chapter but um it was basically the focal point was having talents, but not sharing it with the world and the consequences of that. It's like we were all put here for a particular purpose and we all have different purposes, Mm -hmm. but it's on us to find our purpose. And when we find our purpose, it's not more so what we're doing with it but it's how we're using our purpose to help others how we're using our experiences to help others
0: yes that's the calling and yeah i have no problem with getting religious or spiritual here either Mm -hmm. um the whole podcast you know that the title "Actualize" about realizing what we really are and so that's not only in how the person individually gets to express themselves in the world in their own unique way um one's own authentic expression that's one aspect of the actual I. but in mystic christianity and buddhism and in all of these other non-dualistic practices non-dualistic basically meaning like oneness recognizing that nothing that there's really no separate duality everything is together like the yin yang it's in a circle. It's it's this one thing. So it's like temperature is hot and cold.
1: We you know, separated
0: as people. Yes. That aspect of, of reality, let's say
1: mm-hmm.
0: that that it's non dual that there's this oneness, there's this ever ongoing, never ending realization process that we can cultivate and realizing experientially, not just intellectually in our heads, but actually directly, we can experience a sense of oneness with everything and everyone around us. and we get shades of that experience in certain moments in life and through service, through allowing ourselves to be a vessel for God's will, you could say, or for source or for the great miracle of existence to shine through. Um, we find that our load gets lighter, we find that we have a deep, true sense of purpose that is abiding, it's reliable, and it puts us in concert with the whole of reality. At least that, that's yeah. what it feels like. And so even for the more atheistic or agnostic, I like to put this as the great mystery with mm-hmm. capitals to denote something potentially divine, even if they don't want to consider it divine. Um, we can still There's have reverence. something out there. There's something, you be. know, I, I sense that too, and I've had experience. Like it wasn't like
1: there was one human that was like, I'm going to do all of this. Like, right. Nah, it's too much. It's way too much for one person to, but that's another conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this whole universe, it is, it's, it's so vast and limitless that it takes something infinite and beyond our comprehension to create and why not have a sense of wonder and reverence for that limitlessness for that ineffability that incomprehensibility of this universe it's so great it's beyond us and somehow mm-hmm. it has birthed life and even self-reflective beings such as ourselves to be able to be aware through it's like literally when people think of like humans as a cancer to the earth i get i get where they're coming from in that we see the damage that we can do to the, to our environments we see the the uh pesticide runoff into the oceans and the microplastics and we we see that we can't drink our water anymore and that we're destroying the top soil and you know through the uh massive agribusiness corporate farming approach mm-hmm. and so you, we can see all of that but I don't like the idea of self-hating like hating ourselves as humans because we're earthlings we're like extensions of earth that have Mm -hmm. become self-reflective self-aware extensions of earth so i like to think of us as like her sensors and it's not just earth i mean it's the sun that has helped warm and grow and give light to this planet so that life could flourish and we all you know it you know every single planet and every being on it is made up of atoms that were created in the furnaces of stars that exploded and then spread out into space, recoalesced and remasked, became planets like our own. And so we really are like the earthen expression of the cosmos, you could say, if if Mm -hmm. we want to detail it that way. And that's still a wonder and a mystery. Like nobody knows the answer as to why we're here. And so why not have a sense of reverence for that and why not try and experience it directly through the Isn't arts of meditation amazing, and prayer? Yeah. How, it's mind like, blowing. through
1: all of these years, no one has been able to find figure out. How did this start? Like, yeah. Yeah. Or, like,
0: why are we here? where do we go? Where do we go after we die?
1: Yeah, yeah, like, there's just so much that's beyond our own understanding that it's, like, trying to make sense of it give you a headache because it's like <laughs> you, you make sense of one avenue but then another door opens and you're like what's yep. the answer to that it's just a never-ending journey that no one has figured out yet and you know while we're here our time on earth we decide how we want to live what we mm-hmm. want to follow what we want to believe and ultimately that's what makes us different as people
0: yes yes that's it and that's like god the universe whatever one wants to call it is getting to live all of these original experiences through each of us so it's like playing out infinity and that's Mm -hmm. why we you know the whole universe expresses itself in this so many variant ways that's why there is hot and cold and light and dark and up and down you can't know happy without sad you know it's the bitterness of life that makes the sweet time sweeter yeah and we need that to be able to for existence to exist and to be able to appreciate right. it so yeah, i don't think god the ever made any mistakes that what's that
1: for life to be the paradox that it is
0: yes yes and it's a wonderful par- paradox and mm-hmm. we get to dance with it and that's how we get to know it um through its paradox through the reciprocal dancing with reality uh realizing that we are reality itself that we are the cosmos itself or just aspects of it that have come to self awareness, come to life. Mm. And what a gift that is. And so I think the artists in some way, maybe in an unspeakable way, we, we recognize that, that deep beauty that is beyond words. And that's what we spend our lives doing is trying to find ways to express all of that, Infinite beauty. In in so many ways, you know, with our words, with our paintings, with our music, with the ways that we live and treat each other, all of it. Yeah. Of, is Yeah. that a painting that you did yourself? There.
1: Oh no no no
0: no no. no? My friend, a friend?
1: Um, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't want me saying his name on his podcast.
0: No worries. But I'll just no say. cool though?
1: KB. And this is right here. My good friend KB from high school painted this.
0: Cool deal, man. I actually nice.
1: have um three of his paintings around my house. Right one on. One of my favorite artists.
0: Me. Nice,
1: man. Yeah, we go way back. Like track school, track team high school way back.
0: Oh, dude, cool. You were in track? I was in track, too.
1: Were you a distance one or like I was both.
0: Team? Well, I was mostly distance. So I did cross country. I did it all year round. So I did indoor track, outdoor track. And then mm-hmm. cross country. And I did that for a couple of years in high school. And um, I wasn't a great sprinter. So even in track, I would be doing like the four, the 400, like the four by four. Or mm-hmm. I'd be doing the 800. I'd be doing races like that in track. And then, of course, cross country is frigging five mile runs.
1: Yeah, that yeah. was never me. I was never the distance guy. Uh, in high school, I was like maybe... Five between five eight and five ten. My coach yep. was always encouraging me to you know do mid distance and long distance runs, and I never listened to him. If I'm being <laughs> honest, and now that I'm older, I was lazy. I was like, I don't want to run that distance. Why would I run the whole track when I could run half of it? But you know, looking <laughs> back, I was taller than a lot of people, so my stride definitely would have helped me. Yeah. But my laziness definitely like took over. <laughs> um I was I was definitely like a a, um, a sprinter and mid-distance runner mm-hmm. uh sometimes my coach would force me to do like you know four by fours and I hated it I hated it
0: so it's brutal, man. bad so Dude, it's brutal <laughs> especially a 400 because that's one of those where so with the 800 you're like under your sprint level you had a pretty you had a high pace but it's yeah. under sprint level when you do a four hundred, you're pretty much at your sprint level that entire friggin' race around that whole trap. That's so hard to hold, and then still have a little bit of extra juice at the end. It's yeah, a brutal like race, you got to
1: pace yourself for two hundred, and then kind of sprint for like two hundred. Yeah, and then I know I said four hundred already, but you still got to give like that extra boost when you hit yeah, three eighty for that, le- that last fifty, 100. that
0: last one hundred. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know how I got into it. I loved it though. It's like a love hate relationship. Like cross country, mm-hmm. at the end of every single day of practice, I would just feel nauseous.
1: I can imagine because that's the longest running out of all of it.
0: Yeah. So, um, well, you know, before we take our break here, let's let's jump into um creativity. Mm-hmm. So, what what is your creative process? Like, how do you get going? Like, do you just have an idea and then you jot something down and work on it later? Or do you go right into it then? And what are the kinds of things you like to do to juice yourself up and, and get into it?
1: Well, my creative process has changed a bit since the last time we spoke. Because mm-hmm. uh, when we last spoke, um, I still draw inspiration the same way. Excuse me. So it's like, I'll draw inspiration from a conversation. I'll draw inspiration from... Um, some lyrics from a song I'm listening to. I'm a big music guy. And 94% of the time, you'll catch me with earphones in my ear because I'm always listening to music. Music nice. is one of the greatest creations
0: in this planet. But anyway, Isn't it, dude? Man, it just changes yeah. your mood. It changes your day.
1: There's literally a song for everything you're feeling. Right. Any emotion you're feeling, somebody made a song for it. And yeah. that is the beauty of music.
0: Yeah, and because nothing can like express emotionality as deeply as music it feels like.
1: Nothing exactly. gets as close. Yeah. Exactly. Because you're pouring your heart out when you make your music, mm. whether it's with words or without words, because even without words, like if you watch the instrument choice that's used by people who make beats or you know, um back when composing was a thing doing Renaissance era and stuff, like Certain instruments was used to present certain moods.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: that's the beauty of music. It's like, it'll make you feel something, even when you're not trying to feel something. You yes. might not even fully indulge in what you're feeling at the moment you hear it. But when you hear a certain lyric, or you like hear a certain chord, it'll strike you.
0: It does. It does. It's It's neat that music has that power in a way that other arts don't quite have as much that even if you don't want to feel something you're going to feel something music yes. is so close to the to the core of us somehow or the fundamental nature of existence somehow and you want uh, to know
1: something yeah. i feel the same thing about poetry
0: i, I feel I like to.
1: if you read a poem it'll make you like if you can relate to that poem you'll feel what that person is saying if you can relate
0: to it there's a way like yeah, yeah. there's In a way that poetry and music art. can say what you can't say with words alone. Mm-hmm. Um, with with music, you're getting tonality, you're getting emotional expression from the instruments, you're feeling the timbre of the person's voice, the words, there's so much going into it, but it's definitely like this huge emotional experience. With poetry, there's a little bit more responsibility on the reader, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit more dependent on, on the reader to tap into it um but if you do then there's something that can be said that's beyond the words even in poetry it's like you're saying a lot of things to point at something that words alone can't quite say but in the way that you pattern those words together it actually can point yeah and like there's you know, no I, I question love that.
1: there's yeah. no question in comprehending like if a poet is a poet and not Mm -hmm. just a writer, because I definitely believe there's a difference between a writer and a poet.
0: There is. Most
1: people can write, but a poet can have you feel what they're saying. They can have you conveying what they want you to feel with their words, because as you mentioned, it's the perfect conjunction of words together to simplify a specific emotion. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to the question that you geared a few minutes ago in regards to my creative process. Processes, excuse me. Um, when I'm writing, if I'm not, if you don't feel it, I'm not going to release it. Mm. Like everything I write and everything I release, I want you to feel it. So it's like, when I'm on my Instagram and I'm putting my little snippets, my little wheels of my like quotes from my poems. I want you to feel that. Yeah. And it's like, it might just relate to something that you're feeling and it might seem small, but I just want my experiences to help others in their own experiences.
0: Love that brother. Yeah, man, me too. I really do. Um, I I'm think that's every, part of the like drive said, of the artist is you, you want to speak to things that can't be said any other way. But you through want to the speak arts for those
1: it, that who can't speak
0: and for those who can't speak, yes, yes, and those things that that are left unsaid yeah. and
1: and it's not even in the literal yeah. sense of, you know, oh my God, this person can't talk, but everyone cannot express their emotions or convey their emotions in a you know manner that can be reciprocated or understood by others mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's like for those who can't express themselves with their words, but this is how they feel, show them a poem I wrote. That's that's why I do it, ultimately. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, to release for me, I get to express myself, I get to share my thoughts, but ultimately, it's for those who want to do that, but can't. It's yeah. bigger than me.
0: Yeah, yeah, because, I, you know, you get that feeling, you want to inspire people, you want to be able to say those things that... You can't say a normal, commonplace conversation. Um, you want to strike at those deeper truths that only art can convey and share them with people because they've been a gift for you. You know, for me personally, I, I feel this as an artist like this life has been such a gift, and other artists' offerings have been such a gift to experience, and they've helped me grow and become who I am. And so it's like this deep honor to be able to give other people permission to do that through art. And to, like you said, speak for what isn't being spoken, um, to say the things that can't be said any other way. And that helps imbue life with so much meaning. Um, and it's how we change the world. You know, I think the artists are at the forefront of that game, you know, even more so than politicians. politicians got to use artists even when they go up on stage they got music playing behind them to try and grab and get the people's attention and get them to like them and even commercials are using art everything has got to like borrow from art to try and be relevant and so i think the way that we can change the world most effectively and uh you know rapidly is is through art that's how we transform culture and transform ourselves in this world most radically it seems it's Politics doesn't come close. The media can't even come close to it. Art yeah. our, our is it's like All
1: expressions of art is like art will express what you can't, when you can't.
0: Mm-hmm. If you feel
1: you can't say it, there's something out there to say it for you. Like you said, whether it's a political cartoon, um, mm-hmm. whether it's music, a painting, a comic. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Art will always find a way to make
0: you feel heard yes yes and to say there's things that just yeah just can't be said any other way definitely yeah it, it's a deeper form of communication that humans have developed and that's that's really exciting to me because it tells us that we're a lot further along than we give ourselves credit for like we're already at the point where we're writing poems and making music as a species that's a good sign that we're going in definitely. a really beautiful direction and
1: And it's only gonna it's yeah. only an upwards trajectory,
0: yeah, yeah. And we're so hard on ourselves as humans and and we forget that we're, like in the midst of this story. We're still in the midst of this creation, and we get to take part in it. It's like this co-creative venture that we get to take part in with that great mystery, with God, with the generative, omnipresent, divine uh, miracle that we find ourselves living in, living through, living as art is like a deeper form of conversation and we're still in the midst of this story this co-creative dance that we get to partake in and art allows us a beautiful reminder of what we truly are which is a mystery it's unspeakable and it's something that we get to continue to explore and convey and share and realize throughout our lives and throughout all the humans that will come after us and all other life out there in the universe it's we'll never be done telling mm-hmm. this story until maybe we yeah. are i don't know maybe five trillion years from now <laughs> chapter one you is know
1: over. We'll, be, we'll be the next dinosaurs you know we'll be the fossilized ones at very
0: possible point. man very possible yeah
1: my brain doesn't even think that far Like in regards to trillions of years, like it's that's the thing, too. You want to leave a legacy there when you can leave something here that stands the test of time.
0: mm -hmm. I like Like, what 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 my friend, um, drummer in my band, American Dharma, says that Mm -hmm. he wants humans to do so good that we are like the substrate that other beings can live off of in the future, like we're living off of coal from ancient primordial plants and dinosaurs from eons ago um Mm -hmm. you know all this oil and coal that has given us this technological capacity to explore the stars now he's like i want humans to be so successful that we are that fodder for the next thing that comes after us it's like i like that idea and i like the idea of us getting to make it out into space and get to explore and be stewards of life elsewhere
1: I would definitely um
0: like to see what it's like outside of here.
1: If I survive,
0: of course. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh man, wouldn't it be cool? Well, I, were I interviewed need to uh the
1: survival rate first. Yeah. After a few other people tested.
0: <laughs> yeah, I interviewed uh Juliana Garces. She's a vision visionary artist as well on this channel, and she talks about lucid dreaming. And she's gone traveling to all kinds of places. She's gone through space. And she's gone to meet like high level beings like Buddha and have conversations with them. So if you learn the art of astral travel or at least lucid dreaming, uh, maybe those explorations are are possible in some way during this lifetime.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like we can attain anything we want to. We just got to chase it. It's there. We just got to figure out how to get there.
0: It's wild that humans are actually capable of that. Like anything we can think of we've actually made possible in some way shape or form like even pink flying elephants we can computer generate now so yeah exactly and and you know maybe uh you know another 500 years from now we'll actually have genetically modified pink flying elephants
1: or maybe pigs flying because you know when pigs fly has been around for the longest
0: (laughs) it's a beautiful song by pink floyd oh what's the name of that song i'm forgetting it but that's that's part of the song yeah so that unspeakable mystery that art allows us to continually express and help plug people back into man that's the part of art that i think i enjoy the most Mm -hmm. is that it becomes a gift and it can be enacted as a service it can help ourselves grow and heal and purge You know, you take the shit of life and you turn it into something beautiful. Um, But it helps others to do that, too, like you were saying earlier, and it speaks for other people. And that's what a priceless gift it is to be able to to be able to employ art in this world.
1: Yeah, personally, I would say the most satisfying part of creating is
0: inspiring and touching others. Yeah,
1: because like you create and you can feel what you're saying. You know you're good at what you do. You know what you were trying to convey. But when you can connect with others, even others that like you don't know at all, that's one of the best feelings ever. It's like, wow, somebody can relate to this. And not just that, but I'm helping someone else.
0: Yes. Yes. And yeah, there's something about that, man. Like the life of the starving artist is a very rich life. It's full of of such uplifting experiences. And that that sharing with others those things that can't be said under any other way it's also this very intimate thing that you are you're able to do that for even complete strangers and Hmm. that's uh that's a profound thing what a gift
1: yeah Um, like it's something that not everyone is gifted with no so it's like When you utilize it and you know you have that gift and you know that you're helping others, it doesn't
0: get more satisfying than that. It doesn't. It doesn't. And and I feel like even though a lot of people aren't artists, that human beings are innately artistic and creative. Our style of speech, our style of dress, how we organize our homes, our very ways of life are creative, you know? And it's something that I think we can help encouraging other people like you know tap into to your art find some way of expression that and and continually challenge yourself and you know pick up a guitar or get into gardening or painting or whatever it is but there's so many forms of creative creative expression and it's like we're only half a human without that creative outlet without that creative side you feel more whole and connected with reality and with other people when you learn to communicate through the arts consciously, utilize an art as a form of communication, and it's a wider yeah, form of communication, yeah. Because you can talk to strangers, you can talk to anybody, and then you get that amazing feeling. I mean, what a great gift back that mm-hmm. you get for it too. You know, I mean, I can, I can sing music on a stage, and uh, it's not two hundred people, people or five hundred people or five thousand people. It could be like fifteen people. In the in the bar at that time, but it's amazing. It's the greatest feeling in the world. It doesn't matter how many people you touch. If there's one person that you touched in that crowd, it's worth it. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't matter if it's fifteen, fifty, or whatever. But they'll take the message show. that
1: they felt and share it with others. Yes. And that goes beyond you just helping one person. It's like your message is being spreaded, but yeah. it's a positive message
0: being spreaded. It's constructive. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like
1: you could put anything out there. Art, right. I feel like life itself is art. It so is. Like you could yeah. put anything out there.
0: Life can be an art. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Life itself is art. Everything around us is art.
0: I forget who said that, but make your life an art. I, I love I that idea. I definitely don't know the quote. Yeah. yeah. I'm it's sure it's been one. said many times in many ways, but create your life and a living art. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a way, that's a real way to to discover who we are, to understand the world, and to impact it positively. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how yeah. they talk
1: about leaving a carbon footprint. It's more like in the realm of art, leaving a positive footprint.
0: Yeah. Because you'll yeah, be remembered
1: for whatever you release, regardless. So right. why not make it something worth memorable? really why be remembered for that hateful person being that yeah. hateful person
0: yeah
1: and we're so much more than that
0: right it's like an offering you know it's an offering to the world and it's not a hiding from the world and it's not a rejection of the world it really is like a diving into into existence as deeply as one can to bring back something that hasn't been said before or to speak to something that can't be said any other way but through art yeah. yeah
1: and it's not more. i used to have this thing of you know i want to say something that's never been said before but it, if i'm being honest it's
0: 2022
1: we've heard most things already yeah I, yeah it's, I, just, I it's more
0: like saying things a new way because yeah. there's certain things that like only art can touch on that are that are huge and they can be really life-changing even just coming in from one angle and talking about whatever it is hope or love or you know anything it's it's like every artist has a unique vantage point on this depthless this thing that has no depth it's endlessly detailed and endlessly deep whatever that emotion that truth of life is it's like a billion artists could tap into that truth and speak it from their voices through their pens. Mm-hmm. And there still be infinite room left for everyone else to say something about it. Cause it's just depthless. So there's like this infinite room, like even if it has been talked about 2000 times, like, you know, there, how many love songs are there in the world, but they're always conveying something new about love in a new way. Cause yeah. it's someone else's unique expression of it.
1: That's what makes us all different. ultimately. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. um,
0: so I it's hard to it see in, something uh, entirely new. Every once in a while you might be able to. But we're yeah, typically recapitulating like, things and trying to build upon them as humans.
1: It's like you can only see the uh so many images out of the same window as somebody else. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, we look out the window and we get different views, but that same like area of where those views are being watched and monitored. Mm-hmm. It's not that much different so it's like you said your own unique expression of how you want to convey something Mm
0: -hmm. that's yeah that's where the infinite potential for complexity seems to come from it's it's through our own conveyance of of it you know it could just be a tree but every artist is going to paint it in a slightly different way and it's going to give you a new angle on what a tree actually is which exactly, is, you know, like
1: they I, might use a different shade of green for the leaves or a different shade mm-hmm. of brown for the oak. yeah, like their shading strokes
0: know. are going to be slightly different than the other person, but it gives you this greater, more holistic view. It's like all those definitions, all those descriptive strokes, all become a story of what trees are to humanity and. And that's something that will never be done telling. Every tree is different. Every person's experience of a tree is different. The way that they see that tree is different. So it's like we're constantly widening our awareness, our breadth of consideration and comprehension. The more that we take in, more art and expression of those around us and the more that we engage in it, too.
1: It's like the longer we hear, the more that we learn. Mm
0: Mm-hmm yeah the more we learn the more we grow yeah did you have anything that you'd like to share today you have any uh pieces you'd like to to bring up
1: um yes now that you mention it i will because i shared a poem last time and that poem that i shared is actually going to be in what i'm about to announce which is my second book
0: oh right on dude congrats man
1: Thank you. Um, yes, this is my first public formal announcement. Uh, the title of the book is gonna be Jim V2. So it's just like the first one. All right. But it's version two. It's gonna have brand new poems on, you know, different things that I haven't touched on. But it'll also have second versions of poems that i released in my first book. Cool. So like um it'll be the same title but it will just have a V2 next to it. Right. And it'll, like, convey a different emotion off that said word. Because my writing style hasn't changed. I still, you know, make the last word, the title, and go that whole poem of saying that, using that said word, but not describing that said word, but not using that said word. So I still Mm. follow the same writing style. But Mm. um, there's a few poems where... I wrote them and I was like, mm, "I want another crack at this."
0: Right. Yeah. Because no I
1: feel like I didn't convey enough in the first version, so mm-hmm. yeah, that um, that'll be out um early this year. I want to say I don't want to put too big of a time frame on it, but will
0: that be up on uh, Amazon?
1: Yes, it'll be on Amazon. Um, uh, my first book, Jim. It's not V one it's just Jim. It's currently on Amazon. Uh, that's J-I-M, Journeys in Mind. I have the link on in my Instagram so Is it bio. J
0: period, I period, M period?
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Okay, so yeah, J- Jim, which stands for Journeys in Mind.
1: Exactly. It's an orange cover, you can't miss it.
0: <laughs> right on, dude, right on. And is I'm this not going to say much
1: about the second cover.
0: Okay.
1: You'll see it sooner than later.
0: Cool, man. Cool, man. And now, is this... um. Is this self-published, or is this something that you put out through somebody?
1: Um, I'm probably going to use the same publishing company I used the first time. It was okay. self-publishing then, so uh, I I am looking at other options. Honestly, mm-hmm. the book has been done. Um, it's actually been done since the first book, right? am being honest. But I made some tweaks and took some poems out and added some poems in. So
0: nice, nice. Yeah,
1: um, I'm probably gonna follow the same procedure in regards to publishing it.
0: Okay, so, and you and what was that site that you said? Publish
1: it Nation. Was? I published my first book through Publish Nation.
0: Publish Nation. Okay. I
1: believe they're located in North Carolina or South Carolina. I'm not mistaken. I can send you the details after. So yeah,
0: yeah. Do that. Do that. Yeah. And for people listening, you know, check them out if you're looking at publishing something. Exactly. i might be waiting your stuff out, out there,
1: there. who's waiting to publish and they didn't know how. So
0: yeah, yeah right, dude. I waited my whole life. life. I didn't ever feel my poetry was good enough that I wanted it to be released to the public, but I would share it. And so mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy with with where the poetry is now. And so I finally came up with the courage to share something with friends and family and to put together my first chat book. Yeah, thanks to you, brother, for.
1: Don't thank me. I'm just serving my purpose that was put here for.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. (laughs) It's good to have friends who remind us, and the going out and doing it yourself and showing that it can be done, um, is big encouragement. You know, you you trick yourself into thinking that it's something too difficult, or it's just going to be a waste of time, or this or that. So whenever I see someone else doing it,
1: you know it's possible. Yes.
0: it's friggin' encouraging yeah it's it's possible and it kind of buoys me this is what i came up with I don't know how well that shows up i what like better that place you know it's it's got like pictures and whatnot
1: it looks like your instagram
0: feed because your instagram it feed is always so basically when i started um Sharing my poetry on Instagram was when i I finally felt like comfortable enough with sh- to share it with the public. And I like that you can share, you know photos and things like that. It's very much a visual thing, but poetry fits so well with it. and and so I found, okay, this is a comfortable place to share poetry and test it out and see what people think. and uh, and yes, yeah, it's, it's just kind of grown from there. But yeah, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear something of yours.
1: All right. Um, do, do you want to hear like a, a V2 or something that's in the first book or do you want something that's like completely different and original and
0: new? Ooh, ooh, that's up to you, man. Well, let's do one of each. Let's do something from the V2 and then let's do something totally new.
1: I like that. Okay. So I'll do a V2 first. Right on. Uh, V2, I haven't said it formally, but a V2 is version 2. So uh, mm-hmm. that's what the V two stands for. Uh, Jim V two is Jim version two of the first book I wrote. Uh, in my first book, I had a poem called Fear. So in my second book, I have a poem called Fear V two. Mm-hmm. And um I will share that with you first, if you don't mind. Let's do it. <clears throat> and you know it's funny. We kind of covered this in our conversation. And, you know, there's another, you know, because <laughs> this is not the first time it's happened. You're actually to share one of each. There's moments in our conversation that covers scopes of um, a poem I have written. So I'm going to share those. Mm. Yeah. So Fear V2 will be first. And then um, I will share reality after. I wrote a poem called Reality.
0: Cool. Right. Nice.
1: One thing where I think we could all agree, is being scared of leaving this earth before leaving our legacy. Or rushing everything and losing patience. And my best friend is becoming complacent. Going in too deep and I drown. Or existing in a lifetime where the ones I'm closer with doesn't exist. Where my knowledge is gone and I'm no longer smart. Or being the reason of a woman's broken heart. Living in a lifetime where I'm oppressed by the system where society wants to destroy my wisdom. Becoming common when I used to be rare, you see the world differently when you are rare. Never moving on from my trauma and losing the ability to read an aura. Caving to the darkness and destroying my path or not knowing how to feel happy and only feeling sad. Being on projects and not knowing how to work on teams and to feel like I'm living in a broken dream. Never completely finding myself in always loss or investing my all in getting double-crossed. Losing my appreciation for music or losing the ability to love, which makes me human. Being a man and not being able to provide, no longer using my ability to analyze and enhance the ability to think. What would happen if my pen runs out of ink? Where the ears are open but no one is listening to words when I talk or if four footsteps turn to two when I walk. Don't even want to think about what would happen if I lost, lost my chef's touch or putting myself in a situation where my life is in the hands of a judge. Not knowing forgiveness and holding on to a grudge or not being there when they need me most and being clutch. Me knowing I'm the reason behind the tears. These are just some of my biggest fears. Shoot. So that's fair that's true. good.
0: Yeah. That's relatable, man. That's Thank so you. relatable. So, I like the like, honesty yeah. of
1: it. Like I told you earlier, man, if I'm not putting my own to it, I don't want to unleash it. I don't want to share it.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And what I think makes that's that what held me back was I was always trying to create something special instead of just letting the specialness come through on its own. Celebrate the specialness that's already here.
1: When the it's honesty, more the truth I, whatever. We're in our own way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, even if it's sad, man, the honesty is real. The Recognizing our regret, you know. I like that.
1: Well, thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah, bro. Do, do
1: you, do you want to hear my second one?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, This is uh,
1: called Reality. Uh, we were having a conversation earlier about reality, so I just felt that it was appropriate to
0: share. Sweet, right on.
1: When it's yourself that you believe, you realize the situation is good or bad based on how you perceive it. Finally, a scene once the joy is stole that your happiness is something that you control. And while in solitude, you go through that recovery, it's yourself you find on that road of rediscovery because this is really shaped by your choices when you trust the sound of your own voices. Your perception of this is what keeps you youth. This becomes easier the more you live in your truth. The more you accept it, you live life more comfortable. Knowing this, you'll make life more memorable. Mm. When you accept this, life won't seem so miserable. You'll be able to accept this when it's yourself you're vulnerable. Accepting this, you begin to make the profit into yourself and you learn to be honest. You see the trees and see the forest. This isn't so bad when your intentions are the purest. It's no longer to a point where this is where you want to escape because this is what you create. When your heart and mind is aligned, you can move straight. Facing this makes your garden the only thing you want to hydrate. (laughs) Knowing this makes it easier to separate fact from fiction. Living this gives you the real 2020 vision. Mm -hmm. Just because you accept it doesn't mean you won't encounter crisis. Because accepting this does come with sacrifices, like being forced to make harsh decisions where you can never get comfortable in one position. At the point where I'm the sand on my own beach, life is a little easier when you accept reality.
0: Ha ha ha! That's awesome. That's uh, dude, that like summed up so much of what I was trying to express and earlier, and and that, that's very much summing up a lot of our conversation. I love the the invitation to rediscovery that you embed in that poem, the encouragement to live in truth, um, yeah, our honesty have... revealing, I feel like revealing you... like the. The trees and the forest at once i like that too yeah Yeah. thank you thank you
1: more often than not um you know i feel like reality itself is what we create of it Mm -hmm. and it's like when you create your reality just live in it your reality might not make sense to someone else but that's not their reality it's your reality right but when you accept reality for what it is it'll ultimately make your life easy too that's
0: what I was looking for with that yeah yeah man yeah I like that the real 2020 vision you get that Mm -hmm. but like and 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 I I remember you said something about purity in there to achieve that 2020 vision it's like giving our lives over in the service of a higher ideal that is even beyond our full conception but this idea of love that all the great religions have taught us about about loving our neighbor to share that with a pure heart and to like really dedicate oneself to it. You rec- you realize that oh, the trees and the forest, you gain that 2020 vision, you gain a clarity, and a mission and a place like a sense of belonging and meaning. That's yeah. a real gift. That's a great poem, dude. Thank I, you. I, you know, it's it's funny, because I was at um like a poetry meeting a couple weeks back with some friends and everyone was sharing their poetry and there's older people and younger people there and I noticed that so much poetry today is like very meditative and life affirming and speaking of reality in the way that you just did in that poem there's something really heartening and and encouraging about that I'm happy to see that and and it's like you can see the human species calibrating itself into like we're, a higher we're, mode we're figuring of being. something out we're figuring we're something figuring out together, out, now. but
1: we're figuring something
0: out we're figuring something out. we are it's It's like a way that we can live together because we're in this time of so much it we seem like it seems like a lot of social breakdown, but there's also so much intermeshing and intermingling of our cultures. and we're at this point now where we're really getting to know each other in depth and detail at much higher rates of speeds than ever before. It's not just like a book that comes from Europe or India or Asia. It's now the internet and it's global yeah. and it's immediate it's and it's really high. At depth. Your it's really at everybody's fingertips. So we're getting to know each other's cultures at a much more rapid rate now. And there's so many ways that they complement one another when we find that all the great sages and wise people of our past, have spoken of loving our neighbors and of living in service to something higher and greater than ourselves. That is like a key that we're all sharing now and we're all remarking we're on it together and confirming each other's realizations and adding more depth and detail to that realization so the breadth of that realization is growing it's becoming accessible to more people because we figured out how to say it so many different ways together that it's like i think that's what's happening is that we are now at a place to where god is growing up with us our conception of god let's say is growing up and and we get to be a part of living a life of service and worship of life itself of reality itself and this great gift and the opportunity to share that with people and to help show them there there are opportunities to to feel this for yourself um that's where it really gets good so yeah it's, it's cool to see like a lot of people are starting to tap into this vein now in a new way that we haven't been able to before and I'm excited to see what humanity does with this because it's not as closed off. It's not as like, you got to be this, you got to be that. It's like recognizing, oh, you believe that way. And that that complements what I grew up with and what I've learned as well. There's this larger truth that is being conveyed in multiple different religions and great mystery uh, wisdom schools, basically. uh, Thousands going thousands of years back. They're all talking about the same thing that is beyond all encapsulation you know we use the word god for it and we use the word love for its unconditional nature and its super ultra creative nature and uh, we get to take part in it it's awesome it's a great ride and i love that uh that you're inviting people into that place too
1: well i'm going to be one of the first of many to thank you for giving me the platform to share that
0: absolutely man yeah kind of
1: hard to encapsulate that into a reel (laughs) yeah no it is
0: yeah it it really is and it's going to probably be tricky to find the good spots to do reels out of podcasts it's a different game and when you're talking about wisdom philosophy and art um yeah there's ways that you can say things in 60 seconds um but i like that we get to have the long form conversation and really flesh it out you know, so if any successful reels come out of this it's to invite people into the deeper conversation, yeah. the deeper dialogue and the deeper understanding that can come through that. It's a hard thing to talk about. It's ineffable. It's it's mm-hmm. almost unspeakable. So we can kind of dance around it. We can beat around this bush and I can't say exactly what it is directly, but I can beat around it. And yeah. then we realize oh, then we recognize the orientation and the direction. That we can kind of aim ourselves at, to take like a charade. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's like we're 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 doing shadow puppets of something real that none of us can see, but we can point to. Yeah, we can definitely yeah. feel it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Well, here I'm going to share. I'll share one with you.
1: Please find. Uh... This is my podcast now. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This, this complements well, what you were saying. And the picture for this one is the picture for the cover.
1: There's sidewalk like a the
0: sidewalk, the shadows and some leaves that have fallen. And there's one stem here and one stem up here that one of yeah. them is going like this way. The other one's going like this way. So it creates like almost a spiral effect. Yeah, Anyways, it's like they the they together
1: essentially.
0: Yeah, it's... it's just one of those moments I just looked down and there is this beautiful pattern in the environment that had already been made so I wrote for those with eyes to see the pattern lies infinite behind everything if only I had known how to show this Bliss before though so often fleeting it's always been here waiting for acceptance patient for communion stirring as existence itself It implores even as it moves through you too. Ancient and unknowable, waiting to emerge from every crack and fissure. Resistance has only ever increased my suffering. In pushing against it, it persists and magnifies itself, relentless. It matches my ability, yet keeps pace with all our promise, asking we accept all just as it is life with all its contrast and glory spread out here before us innate and infinite radiating evidence for the miraculous self-evidently i just noticed another typo i spelled radiating r a d i t i n g, missed an a <laughs> we <we're> didn't <dating. laughs> I'll give you one more about uh, It's one of my favorite older ones. I, like short that. One.
1: I didn't know I didn't know you finished it. I'm sorry. That was good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life with all its contrast and glory spread out here before us, innate and infinite, radiating evidence for the miraculous self-evidently. It's literally just me remarking on the pattern that I had noticed in the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. That's such a cool, the poetic life, way to
1: describe it, though.
0: Yeah, and, and the patterns in life that we can notice, um, they're everywhere, and they're waiting here to be accepted. They're patient for our communion, stirring as existence. And it's ancient and un- and unknowable, yet it's waiting to emerge from every crack and fissure. And then I talk about resistance. It's only ever increased my suffering. And pushing against it, it persists and magnifies itself, relentless. You know, like the more you resent something, Or push against something or resist it, it grows and it like matches your persistence to push against it. That's
1: just the laws of nature. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know,
0: it matches. It matches. Yeah, it keeps pace with all our promise. Asking, we accept all just as it is, like it's got this deep wisdom, this lesson beneath it for us. So, where is that poem? This one is called Trees Song. And. You've probably seen this one before. I've posted this one a few times on my Instagram with different trees.
1: I like the format of your book, by the way.
0: Thanks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still need to do some more work on it. It's not done and I need to expand it. But I'm thinking of uh doing like fall and winter, and then I'll go on and do spring and summer, and it'll just keep on going until I catch up with uh where we're at today. Four seasons. Yeah.
1: It could be like Vivaldi.
0: There you go. (laughs) So this one is called Trees Song. We were talking about trees. May we listen. What's that?
1: The time is less than a minute. Oh, crap.
0: Okay, so let's say less than one minute. Let's go ahead and take a quick break and then we'll uh, share a few few poems and probably wind it down if you think you got another 30 minutes or so. Sounds good. Awesome. Cool. Well, everybody, go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. We're back. We're back. So, yeah, we were just in the middle of sharing poetry, and uh, maybe we'll share some more after this one. This one uh, I was about to share before the break is called Trees Songs. May we listen to Trees Song." Of transmuted water and light, of cloud drops drank by heavy faces, hugging rivers and streams and smiling around lakes and vast reflective spaces. When the frost sets in and geese climb the sky back south and moss no longer covers the toes of wood footed forests, a trees' song composes itself, though. This is of course how all songs must be composed. It's the, way like they write them
1: tree, the way you describe tree roots
0: as wooden feet? In that I, I don't know how that came to me, man. I, I always <laughs> thought when I would hear other poets use really powerful metaphors like that hasn't always been my strong suit. So whenever I find one, it's you uh, yeah. You stick with it. That's no, what all sure.
1: metaphors though. It's like when a metaphor is there, you got to run with it. Because if you don't, it will yeah.
0: disappear. Yeah, trying to see like what are clouds and what are trees. So it's like trees are like transmuted water and light mm-hmm. formed into a tree of cloud drops drank by heavy faces, hugging rivers and streams. Yeah, moss no you longer your book covers is coming the out this toes. year,
1: right? What's that? You said you're going to release that book this year, right? I think
0: so. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah,
1: we need You got all year
0: to do it, man. I think I can pull it off. Yep. I'm going to sharpen up a few things and then I'm going to add another 30 something poems to it. So it's like an official chat book length.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's my third day out here. I don't know. That's the, that's the you know, it's January 3rd. <laughs> you got, yeah. Yeah, I got time.
0: I think I can pull it off, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm I, I really just had to motivate myself um to do it and that's you know i love the creative part mm-hmm. but the actual production and the marketing side of things is something that you really have to warm yourself up to as an artist sometimes i know it's been like that for me but like yeah. i was saying earlier like seeing other people out there doing it friends of mine you gotta
1: get out of all I mean, own way.
0: Seeing you do it um is, is super encouraging and yeah we really do we got to get out of our own way man you just got to get into the process of doing you just got to start doing it yeah. so I, I took like the the motivation for getting this together was like i want to come up with a good present for like friends and family this year um
1: and a good present for yourself
0: you know and 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 yeah and 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 it did become that because it, it was a way for, to force myself because for other people, I'm like, okay, I'm motivated to do this now just for myself. I'm not as motivated. So it's, there's something there though, isn't there? Like we got to love ourselves as much as we intend to love the world and those around us. And that's something that we can really easily forget. So that commitment... it always
1: starts with us. Everything starts with us. Change yes. starts with us. Yes. Uh, love starts with us. Everything yes. starts with us. If it doesn't start from us to us, then we have no right to show that to the world. If we can't show that to ourselves, why are we showing that to the world? No,
0: yeah, because it's kind of it's kind of broken and it's not fully formed and so you're not giving the best love that you could give until you learn to love yourself as well and to take yeah. care of yourself. So this has been a long life process for me, man, of of learning how to do that. You mm-hmm. know, and
1: but it's like when them. we learn and we get to share that and help others.
0: Mm.
1: You know, the the intent and the goal is to help them where it doesn't take them as long as it took us.
0: That is the hope, man. That is it. That's a hundred percent it, right there. You nailed it. Like, like I want to help, help people skip, skip steps I say. that if, I took. You it took could, me a long yeah. time to get here. Yeah, I want people to be able to skip steps. Get get to where I'm at. Mm-hmm you know, 20 years before me. That's
1: awesome. It is possible.
0: That's how people do it. You know, people that are younger that do amazing things, it's because there's someone around them that's encouraged and, and inspired them and, and helped them pave that way. If you think it can about be done. it,
1: we're literally the existence of someone's hopes. Mm. So it's like if someone looks to get through something or... You know, there's just something that they just have trouble conquering, but then they encounter you and you can share your story of how you conquered it. Um, you could be that ray of hope that someone was looking for and you don't even know it. That's why, you know, you got to be beautiful. careful with your interactions and, you know, just be cautious of how you talk to people and stuff because you never know how much you can help them. Really? Not just that, you don't know how much they can help you, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's reciprocal in that way. I like that that's built in, that there's like a self-healing that happens when we help others. And in turn, when we're helping ourselves live up to our true potentials and taking better care of our body temples, Mm -hmm. we become more effective at sharing that with others as well.
1: Yeah, it's weird because I feel like sometimes, you know, life, shows us like karmic lessons and stuff through Mm -hmm. our relationships and through people we meet and sometimes we meet the shadow versions of ourselves you know Mm -hmm. the person we used to be or the person that we could become down the road and it's like what are you gonna do when you encounter that potential version of yourself whether it's a past or future version yeah life is so complex
0: it is, man. It's the ultimate training ground for our souls, for spirit to perfect itself through.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. To learn how to love every moment and everything without an expectation. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: is that just practice.
0: just unconditionally be loving? It seems like a very powerful way to orient to the world. It doesn't mean that you don't have self standards or that you don't believe that people can do better than they can. But you, but we have an openness to reality and we come from a place of spirit that allows us to inspire that natural conveyance of what matters most which is to be here for one another to help each other grow together and further this thing that we call life you know and the best aspects of it Sometimes it's just word salad, and I hope that it makes sense when it comes out <laughs> at the end. Yeah, no. But I, Honestly, I think you know what as long I mean.
1: As it, it makes the most sense when it touches right here. Right. That's when you know it makes sense. Yeah. Because comprehending is one thing, understanding is another thing, but feeling right. it is a completely different thing.
0: Because you it's can't like deny buyer. what you feel. Nah.
1: Like when you feel something, when your emotions are involved in something. It is very hard to deny it.
0: Yeah, because like a
1: different aspect of you is often is invested. You know, a thought yeah. can be fleeting. A thought can just pass. Yeah. And um, but you know, your your feelings and your emotions is like something that's complete. It's, that's why it's so dangerous. Hmm. Emotions are a dangerous thing. You know. Um,
0: Powerful. Yeah.
1: It is dangerous in the sense of. What you can do with them, but mm. also dangerous in a sense of how you can hurt yourself with them.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that emo- emotional turmoil can take us over. Yeah. Yeah, And it's
1: like it's almost in a snap of a finger.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. why, I like,
1: controlling your emotions are important and being emotionally intelligent is important too. Mm-hmm. Knowing yourself, knowing your triggers, you know, um, knowing what gets you off you know just a little bit like just knowing yourself it's so so you can't
0: do that without humility can you Mm -mm. like we've got to have some humility
1: with yourself start with you if you can't be vulnerable with yourself you Mm. can't be vulnerable to anyone else but not just that you can't expect anyone to be vulnerable with you either
0: Mm, yeah if you can't be honest with ourselves so if there's things that we're hiding from that we know deep down we need to be taken care of but we're kind of pushing them back in our consciousness and avoiding them yes yeah. that's that same thing man you, yeah we've got to become aware and practices such as meditation prayer and art which mm-hmm. can be done in a prayerful and in a meditative fashion seems to help us get there yeah it helps us yeah it helps us wrestle with those emotions and come to terms with them, recognize them, recognize the inconsistencies within ourselves. And then the ones that we see in others that bother bother us, we recognize, oh, that's an aspect of myself that I'm probably still working on or something that I I used to exist through in the past that I still haven't come to full terms with because I'm still resisting it. You know, I'm seeing it happen in someone else instead of just being understanding and recognizing, oh, I know where that comes from. I understand yeah. that pain. I understand how that trauma can, can uh, unwa- unravel and become uh, an anxiety disorder or depression or this or that. And so, yeah, being able to speak through our emotions in a way that hits the heart, not just the mind, like you were saying, not just intellectually comprehensive, but can be felt, that bypasses all of that that ego structure within us it gets straight to the heart and the soul and the body and it's understandable instead of just intellectually available it's like deeply understandable like in in meditative terms it's like knowing the experience of presence or stillness that peace that monks talk about um there's different kinds of knowing there's experiential and there's intellectual so you can intellectually understand that everything really is one in this universe and that we're trading atoms with everything and everyone around us all the time and even the atoms themselves aren't actually solid they're more like pin tricks through the whole of time and space of matter that or, or of energy that is vibrating in such a way that it crystallizes into matter i don't know how that works at all i'm definitely not a physicist but mm-hmm. but that. Everything really is one, you can understand intellectually, but you can also experience that an artist's play in that territory of helping evoke that experience of oneness in a multitude of different fashions. And and uh, you know, you, you can indeed experience that meditatively and prayer through prayer as well. And we've been perfecting methods of doing this for thousands of years, various practices that one must cultivate you know like sitting in stillness and being aware of your thoughts and your perceptions your ideas as they come up in your mind so being aware of your mind and like kind of a uh an objective um non-judging part of our awareness the part of our awareness that's just basically recording all the time kind of like a camera it's just aware thoughts emotions sensations ideas everything appears to this so you can notice when you get angry what is it that notices Mm -hmm. when you're hyperactive
1: though it's so like
0: it's so much happening it's hard to even know that there is a stillness behind all of that and that's that's what what meditation or and prayer (laughs) too helps us just practicing the art of being and being in a way that is free of the need to follow the thoughts and the emotions so it's kind of like you're sitting back and watching uh learning to be that non-judgmental the the orientation of of unconditionality that like jesus taught so well that's a really good way to orient yourself through meditation in in meditation is to just be and self-judgmental thoughts come up worries concerns all this kind of stuff comes up in our minds all the time notice You're it human. watch it don't you don't have to be pulled by it you can just notice that there's a thought coming up in your awareness and you can actually reside comfortably in the ground of that awareness that the ideas and the sensations appear to because if we notice the sense of just being and that stillness of just the most primary state of awareness mm-hmm that the thoughts and emotions and perceptions are appearing up inside you can sit in that ground of awareness as that ground of awareness and there's a sense of merging with existence itself that happens the more that we do this and a sense of oneness that it becomes experiential that becomes undeniable because it's not just an intellectual exercise in the brain oh how cool it is that everything fits together no it's actually you feel it you know it, you mm-hmm. rock it, like hundred percent through your body. You accept it. You, yeah, it's even, yeah, it's beyond acceptance. Even it's just like apparent. It's like, oh my god, of course. How did, how could I have forgotten? It's like a, almost the great cosmic joke becoming apparent to you, and like that people experience this as blissful, because it's so freeing to realize, oh my gosh, of course, I'm a conglomeration of everything and everyone that came before me, and all of the even the language that I used was people spending thousands of years on creating this language together and the concepts that i have come from philosophers thousands of years ago and the ways that we view the world and and i'm made of the the same stuff that the tree beside me is made of and i'm made of the sunlight i'm I'm literally we're stardust and Mm -hmm. that coalesced into this planet that has in aspects of this planet that have now come to life so I, i like to think of that like we're extensions of this thing that keeps on extending itself out and just fractaling as it goes and that uh that can be experienced so yeah what a gift that we get to point to that with poetry because that's like an invitation for all humans and all life is to realize their inherent oneness with everything and everyone
1: Mm -hmm. we're all one
0: We we truly are yeah and it's 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 still a mystery even as you can have that experience. Like, it's really interesting how the awareness can bifurcate itself into multiple awarenesses. Like, that life ever became aware is really amazing. But that it exists as trillions of different species. Like, just on this planet alone, there's billions of different probably billions of different kinds of animals and trillions of them especially when you count the insects and they're Um, all experience awareness on different levels and we as humans like the most advanced aspect of this planet are experiencing life and Yeah, I don't know exactly where I'm going with that. It's just a really fun territory to play and then to recognize, oh, this is what's happening. It's so easy to forget. And it's really, it it feels good.
1: The complexities of what life is.
0: Yes. Yes. To back up and recognize that inherent complexity and then the interconnectedness of that complexity. It's It's this one multifaceted thing that is infinitely producible and it just keeps on recapitulating itself but in new ways it keeps reforming itself reproducing itself and and new 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 ways always to experience life through all these multitude of perspectives so it's uh yeah it's it's just a wonder to me and and i love to be able to share that that wonder and that, yeah and how music art poetry conveys it uh, in ways that few things can.
1: hmm yeah, It's, it's just, all one, like you said.
0: It's remarkable. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any other poems you'd like to share?
1: Um, I guess I could share one more.
0: Yeah, let's hear one more. I'm doing different
1: in this book, by the way. Um, so my first book, like, uh, I had a few poems that were like put next to each other based off a title or like having a similar type of subject Mm -hmm. but in this one i'm actually doing my book in two parts um it's going to be act one and act two i'm not going to share the names of the acts uh the two poems i've shared so far from act one but i'm going to share something from act two now all right um yeah it's a different territory but um, it's a cool territory. Again, I write it all the same and stuff. Uh, I just don't know which one I want to share right now. Uh, matter of fact, I am going to share the last poem that I wrote for the book. Right on. Cool. I just finished it um, the end of November. Okay. Uh, it's called Photosynthesis.
0: Nice. Nice. On topic.
1: Yes, but this this version of photosynthesis is very. Um, you'll see when it's finished.
0: Yeah. It All right. Cool.
1: It's her light that helps me grow. Before my words are spoken, it's my thought she already knows, and that's part of the reason of my high intrigue. You drafted me, but I still feel like you're out of my league. Not my car, but it's my heart that you keep. Not just my heart, but it's my soul that you feed. With you, my ego will never concede cause growth is not something you'd want to impede. There's a reason it's high who feels spoiled cause you was there before I even touched the soil, only there with purpose. You see me for who I am above and below the surface as low well as the water to my roots. Your support and nurturing nature are some of your key attributes along with your ability to keep one's mental space clean Just so you know, it's not because of your eyes that I feel seen, but it's also the challenge of me accepting a flag that's green. Your light is so bright, nothing can come in between. How often can you say every moment feels like that first scene? How often can you say you met someone who's the same behind in front of the screen? Not just my space that you bless. You bring air to the world with your process. It's not a question that you always deliver and that is why you differ someone who shatters potential more than an asset as you're someone who's essential so ultimately my point is this this plant wouldn't grow without your photosynthesis
0: (laughs) haha that's awesome so that could be a loved one that could be for mother that could be for girlfriend who's who's inspired that poem (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: you don't have to I say can't... if you don't want to either you can keep it the poet's mystery we have that I'll right
1: the fifth. <laughs> yeah
0: i like that man and 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 in the way that we but do sometimes hard with hard lyrics we, we allow room for people to take their own interpretations because there's something that's being said that's deeper it doesn't matter which person it is it's what they're doing that's really special that you're highlighting yeah, it's yeah, their actions right. their way of living that you're highlighting there that's the real celebration yeah. It's their way. That's awesome, man. That's I beautiful. I like how you how you utilize photosynthesis. Because this person has helped you grow.
1: Mm.
0: You know, they're light. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
1: man. The, process itself.
0: the what? Say again? I
1: said, this is the process itself.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just the giving of it, just the nature of it. That intentionality of that person is what makes them special and it's yeah. helpful yeah and, and then they helped make you who you are yeah
1: they helped inspire it <laughs> right?
0: yeah then they yeah. Inspire it. <laughs> yeah I like I like how just honest you are with your poetry I think that's really important to, um you know other poets and artists out there like tell your whole truth as much as you can that's
1: Yeah, Yeah, as much as you can, you know, I mean, it's,
0: you know, (laughs) when they say when you're when you're like writing a book, like, be willing to write things that you'd even be afraid of sharing with your own friends. That's what some of our greatest writers have done too, is like they're writing things for everybody, even people hundreds of years later. And it's it's beyond the concern of what others will others in our immediate circles will think like we care what they feel we 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 want them to feel good, and you know we want them to to grow as well, but it's it's like without that side of ourselves that is doubting, I guess is what I'm trying to say, yeah, you know self that self doubting side, worried about what other people will think about us or something No, nah, forget about that part, care about what they feel and come from your heart. Don't come from the brains fears and all of that, yeah, yeah, be
1: outside yeah. of yourself. It's bigger than you. Everything's bigger than you.
0: It is. Yeah. That's the truth of it, man. It really is.
1: Thank you again for giving me the platform to share that.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. And I want other people to feel that, too. And so I'm glad that you're sharing sharing as you are tonight. We'll have to do more definitely do more of these where we just sit down and like share poetry and talk about how the poem came to be like however um however much we wish to and uh yeah in other ways of inviting people in. what's that cool say again
1: i said these follow-up episodes are cool
0: yeah man i want to i need to start doing them more like i really do it's uh it's just a cool way to to talk like I really love podcasts that they give us this this room to have long form conversations where we can delve into the deeper subjects of life that I think people are really hungry to, to talk about and hear about you know these are conversations we used to have when we were young um, yeah. if we were together long enough like having sleepovers or something or hanging out with your friends even when you got older as teenagers and you you get to these sometimes you'd have these really deep conversations about life where you question everything together Mm -hmm. that's the good stuff man that's the really good stuff because because you're trying to figure it out together you know
1: yeah at the end of that conversation you're going to be right where you started
0: yeah what is it (laughs) yeah yeah but with a shared appreciation for that wonder of what is it and it's
1: good hearing other perspectives
0: yeah we need it we really do because it helps widen our own capacity for understanding and empathizing I mean, being able to see from other people's points of view, being willing to put yourself in other's shoes so that you can do so, mm-hmm. literally widens one's one's awareness, one's consciousness becomes more considerate. And so widening the breadth of your perception of your awareness of the world, that's nothing but a good thing, you know, the more considerate yeah. that we can be, the better we're going to be at solving there were really hard problems that we face as a species. It's going to take a lot of us working together and we're going to be, have to be able to see from many different perspectives. So yeah, encouraging and, and inviting that into our processes, that capacity because humans have this, I, I follow this guy, John Vervakey, and, and you might've seen like, I'm doing these weekly live streams now covering John Vervakey's awakening from the meaning crisis. He talks on this a lot and he's, he's helping us understand he's trying to remarry uh, science and spirituality because they used to be married they used to be close together and intertwined like in ancient mm-hmm. greece and ancient india and elsewhere around the throughout the world it was always like central like alchemy and science and spiritual and spiritual inquiry were all part of the same thing and legitimating these experiences of oneness that people can have, that the arts speak to, that the great religions and wisdom traditions of our past speak to—it's—it's uh, it's like the great work of our times as humans. Excuse
1: my dog.
0: That's all right. I hear him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good man. Come
1: it's life. Man,
0: it's almost two hours. He's trying to spit his own poetry, man.
1: He don't got nothing to say. He probably just want to treat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is a poem about how bad i want to treat daddy come on where is it at i'm a hungry Amy little book listen how i rough.
1: <laughs>
0: my stomach makes me growl please don't make me growl give me a little don't treat make <laughs> don't make me go bow wow don't make me go <laughs> bow wow bow yeah. wow is like crying
1: <laughs> you know what's funny he is a whiner though I'm not gonna lie. He's
0: going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm so that, like, My on, cat man. used to do that when he was hungry too, and I'd imitate him. He'd be like, he'd put a little bit of wine into his meow, like <laughs> meow,
1: meow <laughs> It's like so dramatic.
0: Like no, come on, man. <laughs> so I'd imitate him, and he'd just be like, oh. like "Don't imitate me, man. Just give how, me the damn like, food." Animals the have their own
1: personalities.
0: Yeah, they do. Yeah, like there's not
1: one dog that's the same.
0: No, no, they actually have personalities. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's cool to watch.
0: Yeah. The smarter the mammals get, the more you see it, you know, but you see it in little ones. You see it in squirrels all the way up to freaking elephants. You see. Intelligence
1: is universal. It is. Common sense is not.
0: No, no. (laughs) (laughs) It's something we got to learn and share and cultivate together as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd love to be able to reach more and more people. And to share more and more artists and creators and authentic individuals like yourself with the with the world, because we are the media so now.
1: Me.
0: We are the media now. No, don't let it go to your head. Just continue no, being definitely. authentic and and original and and being you. Because like every single time you see somebody do that, man, it's like you know it could be Chris Farley, it could be Dave Chappelle, it could be Robin Williams, it could be whoever, oh, right?
1: Robin Williams.
0: Man, what a great human being, dude. Like there's That's a kind so, guy, so many amazing examples of how to express yourself authentically and to celebrate uniqueness. And that bravery and courage indeed does encourage, instill courage in others to do so themselves. So, yeah, I love the artists that are doing that, and they can even bring shy poets out of the woodwork, you know art art is here for us all
1: this dying art that is poetry
0: yeah man absolutely we need a poetic renaissance yeah 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 i think that it's time any amount of poetry in the world is a good thing the more is the better and it's time man yeah absolutely it's time for us to practice these arts of thoughtfulness and deeper consideration of the world around us the universe, of God, of each other, of our relationship with the world and one another. And just art in general, for the sake of co-creation with reality, to be engaged in that game and say things that can't be said any other way. Yeah. It's a really cool hat to put on. So much
1: can be said with so little.
0: So much can be said with so little. Yeah, it really can. Sometimes less is more. Sometimes less is more, man. It's yeah. funny like that. It's it's amazing progress. when great wisdom can be put very succinctly by people. To me, that always that always blows my mind.
1: <laughs> it's it all was, about the details.
0: It really is. It yeah. It really is. It's it's really just about pointing at something effectively. Um. You know, like in, in poetry, I remember uh, one of the greatest teachers that I, I ever had. Um, Professor Ralston out of Blue Ridge Community College uh, taught English and creative writing and had a creative writing class with him one semester where there's only like a few people that signed up and then only me and one other person actually showed up for class and then after a a month or two, even she dropped out and so it's literally just him and I, and we would just talk poetry and share poetry every day and, and he helped me a lot. One of the things that he talked about with poetry, and I remember Stephen King wrote on this in his book on writing as well, is that it's a lot of paring down only and leaving only what is essential. Like every word is essential. There's nothing extraneous in a poem. It's No all, wasted space. You know, there's no wasted space whatsoever. Every word is adding on to the word that came before and broadening the statement. Yeah. So it's it's really and it's humbling too cuz you like you can notice in yourself when you're being extraneous or excessive and so as you're writing and you're paring it down you're like oh yeah I see it the message of the poem is starting to come through more clearly now when I get rid of the the, uh, the extra you know
1: Yeah the filler
0: Yeah yeah sometimes three words can be you know you're trying to say sometimes. something then you find oh wait if I just use this word a new word comes to mind and then a way of setting up that word you're like oh I can rewrite this line now and it's in a more concise pointed way that conveys the meaning more powerfully he also taught that the end of a a poem you can tell a really good poem when it ends almost like a joke like where it's like ding there's this thing at the end that surprises you and that brings it all together
1: or makes you uh, question what you just read
0: yes yes that that really piques the curiosity, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's when that's yeah. the art that's when like a punchline.
0: Yep. Yeah, if it gets you to wonder and think deep within, then it's doing its trick.
1: Mm-hmm. It's doing it what it's, its supposed to
0: do. With what?
1: It showed its purpose.
0: It serves With its purpose, line. yes. Sorry, these headphones suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: okay. I'm pretty monotone when I speak often.
0: All good, man. All good. Well, this has been awesome, brother. It's been really yeah, good to catch up and talk good. with you more. I feel like we could talk for another three hours. It'd be easier if Zoom wasn't cutting us out every 40 minutes. And maybe uh, once I get my thing published and we have more poetry to share, like I've got hundreds of friggin' poems from just the past few years that I've got to like pare down and I got to like choose what are my favorites. And that's the process. That's why I'm forcing myself to turn them into books now. It's like, okay, which ones are really sticking with man, me as I look well. at them? You know? Don't sit on them. Nah, man. no nah. Thank you for that. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for going out there and doing it yourself. And because it gives it gives other people like myself impetus and a reminder that's like, oh yeah, you can do it too. You know, you can do it too. I'm
1: grateful for your platform. You're inspiring yeah, inspiring more you. people than you know.
0: Oh yeah, man. I appreciate it. Your that.
1: dedication goes a long way.
0: I hope so. I hope so. I, I just just like you, I want to invite people into this, this world where we're, we're living our life in concert with reality. And we are caring, caring for ourselves as much as we care for others. And that we're like following through on our interests, you know, because we're we're here to create, we're literally here to co create with reality. And we all have so much more potential than we realize. And it's very rare that you see someone actually exercising their 100% potential. Those are the people that we call stars. We're not supposed to worship them, though. We're just recognizing that they're shining very bright. And that's something that we celebrate because like, we like that feeling. We like to see when people do it because we know it's something intrinsic to us all. And they're giving us a permission to be our whole true selves. And that's a beautiful thing to get to be a to Take part in. We're all co creative. And you want
1: to know something? Now you mentioned mm. it, I wrote a poem. It's not going to be in the second book, but it's actually the first poem that I wrote last year. I didn't finish my first poem until like the end of February. It's called mm. Supernova. You supernova. know, how a supernova is like an explosion mm-hmm. of a star, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it talks about how we are people. We as People of supernovas.
0: Ah, explosions out of time and space.
1: Yeah, I could share it if you want, since I bought it up.
0: Yeah, dude, share it. Share it. Let's hear it. This is
1: this is a sneak preview of the third book that I didn't even formally yes. like it, so just now. But that has no coming soon date, so don't quote that. But I will share a poll. We'll I'll for look forward that. to it. It's called Supernova, um, as I just mentioned, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I wrote this uh, February 18th last year. No two shoes can fill where I stand cause there's so much to the making of this man. No one knows what it takes to get your star this bright where your thoughts keep you up through the night. Being by yourself, surviving those fights. When it all seems to be going left and not right. Those moments of silence is actually when I'm my loudest. And pulling myself up is when me, I'm the most proudest. The water keeps flowing whether you swim or drown. The hardest part isn't getting it, but maintaining your crown. Hmm. Those moments where you have to hold yourself down. Or even when you have to pick yourself up from the ground. Only you can handle the curveballs that come from that mound. At some point, we all face the same type of adversity. You'll make it through as long as you move accordingly and conquer everything on your plate. It's your own sky you illuminate cause it's from yourself where you can't escape. More often than not, you have to tie your own cape cause it's your own history you shape. Things aren't always how they appear. That's why it's always best to let the smoke clear and take some time to go under construction because there's always something created after the destruction. The number one thing it's yourself you have to ask is what will show once I rise from this ash. What is it that people will see? Am I truly showing through all the debris, shining bright even when the moment took over? There's always a reason behind every supernova.
0: Ah, like what drives us coming out of our shells There's always a different reason.
1: Yeah. And do you show after that explosion or are you still covered by the debris? Yeah. Are you hiding or are yeah. you
0: expressing? Yeah. wholly and openly.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Cause there's a freedom in that man. When we come out into the world like that Yeah. And and we begin to cultivate our expression of our authentic and whole true self best feeling in the world man yeah yeah and we think we're protecting ourselves from something when we hide from the world Mm -hmm. and
1: we're actually hurting ourselves
0: that's it yeah because fear you don't have to hide from it you got to face it and then you can find a way to to integrate what it has to teach you and you can instill the courage within yourself through your heart you know our heartfulness is what helps us drive through courageous straight into the facing of our fears the absolving and the absolution of those fears and then yeah. the uh, transformation the transmutation of those worries concerns and fears into whole new truths and avenues for expression that help enrich Lives around us. Name the game.
1: Definitely.
0: Yeah, man, I like that one a lot. There were several lines in there that stuck out to me, and I was trying to remember them, but I wanted to keep, keep listening to the poem too. But <laughs> you have some, you had some really wise moments in that poem. That some very good guidance, and I like, and I like the way that it flows too. Well,
1: thank yeah. you. I'm very appreciative.
0: Yeah, brother. Yeah. It's cool how, like, you can tell these deep truths in ways that will pattern themselves together. That there's, like, almost always a rhyme that can be found or a cadence that can be utilized or a series of syllables and vowel sounds that sounds right and also conveys in a way that it's like the key is locking or opening or the lock. It's like the Zelda. In Zelda, like the do 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 you solve a puzzle, like you know, you just feel that chime, that connection, that click that happens. Yeah. You know, yeah, and that that really helps charge the meaning of it because it, it's like that in the way that's a punchline to a but joke. Miss it. That's it, yeah. You can't mm-hmm. you can't ignore it. It's it's just a, a unique series of events that leads up to a an an insight. That fits together, you know, in, in a really telling way. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: appreciate your criticism. <laughs> yeah. I
0: appreciate you too, brother. Yeah, man. Keep on doing what you do. And everybody out there, go check out HBJ.007 on all the music platforms that you enjoy. It's out there on Spotify and YouTube and all the rest. So check it out. And also, look for heartbreak jim and and on social media you can find him on instagram and uh i'm not sure where else you might be running that twitter Twitter as well that's right yes thank you yeah on twitter as well and also check out jim that's j.i.m. version one and two on amazon and wherever you can find books to be sold um you got those version out, like two
1: coming later this year
0: version two is coming later later this year and uh but version one is coming out later there.
1: though
0: yes yes yeah i'll get mine out there too guys and i encourage you get your get your creativity out there and uh yeah f- find a poet that that you like there's one for everybody out there in fact there's Definitely. probably many and all you have to do is explore and find them just like people that think that they don't like reading they just haven't found the right book yet and they're just not used to reading that's all everyone can enjoy it
1: there's something out there for everybody
0: yeah because we all love wordplay we love to hear it on the streets we love flow we love hip-hop we love lyrics and music we love good lines and movies and you know witty quips by comedians that will quote even because of the cleverness of them of how the wordplay is utilized So it's, it's something that we actually do all intrinsically enjoy since we speak language and utilize it. And, uh, anytime anyone does something virtuosic with it, that's acrobatic or that's like deep and wise or thoughtful and, and considerate and telling and, or speaks for you in some unique way. It's, it's always uh, a great boon to our lives. So it's, you know, it's an honor for us to be able to share poetry with you guys. Uh, but we, uh, You know, we survive off crumbs most of the time. So definitely go out there and support your local (laughs) artists the same way that you support and uplift and uphold the big stars that you would enjoy and appreciate because we all have to start somewhere and we're all really stars in our own right. I think the really the main goal is uh, not the number of fans one accumulates or how much money one makes or any of that, but how impactful you are even for one person. Because we all have that gift to be deeply impactful for one another. And when you're doing that, you are literally lighting off sparks. You're lighting off a new candle that can go off and light another candle and light another candle. And if that is really your goal, then you're going to be lit up anytime that you share something from your heart. So I encourage you guys, you know, let your authenticity out. And uh, definitely check out Elijah's work under Heartbreak Gym and HPJ 7 his music is really good too like you guys gotta check it out like i think you really flourish as an artist in cool. in, in your music your poetry is is on Thank point you. too but I, I really like get a deeper even deeper sense of how dedicated you are to your art i'm like oh man this guy's for real like your stuff's good yeah it deserves be to be heard good. by many thousands to millions of people and you know so guys check it out and uh make sure that you share you like and you subscribe it helps us reach more people all of that stuff thank you so much for uh joining me today it's been great to catch up with you man thank you for having me
1: a happy new year
0: yeah yeah maybe we should try and do this like every four months or so instead of once a year or so and we'll do it quarterly like seasonally or something we'll catch up with each other and you know you you can give me the little push that i might need i'll give you a little push if you need it and we'll just you know, on getting our our art out there, our poetry and all all the things that we do out there, it's a really I great way to, to the be diary. there for one another. But also, like, listen, I love just sharing poetry with you. So we will have to do some more, like even deeper poetry and music podcasts where we just talk about individual pieces and how they came to be and and oh my god, yes, I would yeah.
1: totally like that. Um, if you want, honestly, uh, you could cut this out at the podcast if you want to, but right. we could do a whole podcast just on um my music alone like i have if you go through the track list i have certain tracks that have certain names and they sound the same but they're different variations like another morning i have another night and i have another afternoon
0: oh yes Yes, I'm so yeah. behind, man. God, okay, I got to catch up. Then. Another
1: Night is on Volume 2. Another night, Afternoon is on Volume Oh, I did six. see
0: Another Night, I think. Maybe I did see these, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what they sound like now, though. I'll have to listen back.
1: There, it's like 49 different sounds, so, like, it's okay oh, yeah, to go dude. back to it. <laughs> it's a lot to remember.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, that's a lot. You're prolific. <sighs> A good that's thing a, that's
1: man a, that's a strong word i appreciate
0: it no it just means that you're putting out a lot you're putting out a lot of variety man that's that means you're you're deep in in your artistic method and your practice
1: yeah the burnout is almost over so you'll be seeing me sooner than later
0: yeah yeah uh, writer's block can be beaten it really mm-hmm. can yeah check out remember uh that podcast that i shared with you that guy had some really good insights into how to yeah. like really juice up the get the creative juices flowing you mm-hmm. and to uh working concert with one's m- uh, muse can't yeah. be done yeah it's all mental it's all mm-hmm. a game sometimes you just got to sit down and do it yeah so, you know just be in the you habit of doing it and, it and, and not expect greatness it. every time you know it's it's okay if it's not great every time it's just the habit of like getting into doing something creative um oh, what community you put out what
1: you want to put out
0: yeah yeah and yeah the good stuff nobody comes.
1: controls that but you yeah it's and it's funny because it's like once i get
0: my psychology like my my ego like sense of self out of the way all the worries and the thoughts or the i want it to be great or any of that stuff out of the way once I get me out of the way the poems can typically just write themselves and i'm just oh. there to kind of facilitate yeah yeah, yeah. and then like i'll come back after the poem's done and then i'll be you know and then i'll do the editing that needs to be done if it needs to be done and typically, you know, there's going to be something and to help pare it down and just get it into its con- most concentrated, strong form. And uh, yeah, then you start the process again, you go out there like an explorer yeah. and you find things that inspire you. And then you go into your creative mode where you just purely create and you don't be self referential or self judgmental during that part. You just do the thing. You just do the creative practice. And then when you're done, you can be the judge. I like this approach. Um, yeah. Because then you can really just get that concerned side of oneself, that self-judgmental side of oneself out of the way during the creative part. You can just get the creativity out. Because part of writer's block, I think, is like, we want it to be great every time. We want it to be perfect every time. and And so we have this heavy expectation. That we're laying on mm-hmm. ourselves and art is like a dance it's just something that you do out of joy and truth and love and beauty and or just emotion itself but it's always something true and it wants to come out so you so if we take the pressure off of ourselves and just create for creation's sake itself um with no self-judgment and no expectation of if it's going to turn out good or bad just do it to create then come in come in after and use the judge judging part of ourselves in a more fair way you know keep the judge out of the yeah. way while you're creating while you're writing that poem just write it just let it come out and then yeah then you let the judge come and do his thing so that's that's a good approach i just basically repeated that three different ways three different times I have a habit of you doing what
1: i'm enjoying though about mm. our conversation a lot of the topics that we've covered and that you spoke on i wrote about in my second book so that's it yeah, I feel like this is like uh, you know what? And this is like my first formal announcement about my books release. So, listening to this is definitely a nice prelude to that. If you enjoy yeah, the man. podcast,
0: yes, <laughs> yes, guys, definitely check it out, man. We had a lot of people listen to the last podcast.
1: Thanks. And grateful uh, for all the listeners.
0: Yeah, so if everyone of you guys out there goes out and checks out, and checks out, uh, journeys in mind jim volume one if you check out elijah's music hbj 007 heartbreak gym once again journeys in mind man i think is a cool title and i remember from the last podcast like you said that that name just came to you out of nowhere man that's yeah. you know that's what happens mm-hmm. that's what I'll happens when you we open ourselves up. Than you. yeah yeah when there's something bigger than all of us operating through us man and you and you open to that you're like okay, yeah. use me. Let I'll be your vessel. Let's do this. Let's co-create, yeah. man. It doesn't. It just takes you over, and like those kinds of things will just come to you sometimes. Yeah. And it's yeah. yeah. All you got to do is honor it and put it out there. Exactly. Well, I love you, brother. It's been great to catch up, man.
1: Brother and we'll do you, this bro. again
0: soon. And yeah. uh yeah, thank you all of you for listening. Talk Thanks to you for guys. For giving us
1: your ears and your hearts.
0: Yes, that's it, man. Hundred percent. All right, guys. Love y'all. Talk to you soon.